You are now listening to God's Test Talk by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website at BethelHouseOfTruth.org to listen to more messages like this one. Again, that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. If you're thinking about giving your life to Jesus Christ, or if you've already made the decision and would like to get baptized, send us an email at info at goodfig.tv. Again, that is info at goodfig.tv. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Good morning. I want to welcome you all to Bethel House of Truth this Sunday service. Praise be to Yahweh, Yahshua in the highest. Amen. All right, before we even get started, I want to um, give a special thanks and a special prayer to um, the listeners that we have for listening across the world. We have Africa, we have um, Austria, we have all of them, we have most of America, we have um, Romania, we have Alaska, Hawaii, and parts of India. God bless all of you, and I pray that you continue to listen and continue to support. Thank you. So, what I want to do, what I'm going to do, is tell you what this is titled first. God's test. God's test. God's test. His test. His test for you. His test for your life. His test. God's test. How it's extremely important. Okay? It's extremely important. God's test and how you need to understand God's test you really really do because this is test for you this is test for you it's not just um I'm going to test you just to test you but he's going to test you to see what you are okay are you stubble are you hay are you wood Okay, are you brass? Or are you silver and gold? Silver and gold has a lot to do with a lot in your life. Who are you? Okay, who are you? Being a Christian isn't easy, and whoever told you it was is a liar. Yahweh will test you to see what you're made of, to see if you can handle everything that comes with being a Christian and everything that comes with. Standing before the synagogue of Satan. Okay? God don't want anything that's not tested. So he will test. He will test. He has the right to test. He created us. Amen? He created us. He has the right to test you. He has the right to see if you're going to um, steal. He has the right to see if you're going to lie. He has the right to see if you're going to have false feelings in your heart towards someone. Or make someone feel a certain way about someone else that's not true. He has these things. He, he will test you, and you will fail the test if you're not sincere and honest with your father. And that's just the truth. That's just the truth. You got to understand that. He wants us to examine ourselves. He needs us to know that. He needs to know that we can trust him before he blessed you, before he blesses you. Let me say that again. He needs to know that he can trust you before he blesses you. Okay? He needs to know that you're not playing both sides of the coin. Amen? He needs to know that you're not a hypocrite and um, a play actor. Someone who says one thing. See, you got some people in the world. Christ said the best. He said to the Sadducees. He said, you got some people who say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, but they never do the will of God. 
They just say they're yes, they're yes sayers. They never do the will of God. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. How you call yourself a Christian and you never do the will of God? How you call yourself a Christian and you got hidden secrets? How you call yourself a Christian and you live a whole different life when no one's watching? That's what's important when no one's watching. Amen? Because you got to remember, he's always watching. Always. No matter what, he's always watching. And he's the heart knower. He knows what you think. And those that truly serve him with his spirit, his Holy Spirit, he gives a little twinkle to them as well. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 10. 1 Corinthians 10. I think I want to read this because it's very important. Even in all the temptation, God will never put more on you than you can handle. He will always give you a way out. Amen? 1 Corinthians 10, 13. There have no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man, mankind. Meaning what you go through, everyone else is going to go through. Someone else in the world go, is going exactly through the same thing as you. Amen? But God is a faithful, God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape. He will give you a way out. He always does. That's a fact. That's who God is. You got to know that. That ye may be able to bear it. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're being tempted in, sometimes, most of the time, we're tempted by ourselves because of our lack of discipline, our lack of purity, our lack of holiness, our lack of wisdom and understanding, our lack of being honest with God, your weakness, amen? You put yourself through things, and you got to deal with things. The world will come crumbling around you. And I mean crumbling around you if you don't be right. If you don't get right. Amen. And that's a true thing. Because it's one thing to be in a falsehood church. What they say holds no weight. Okay. Holds no weight at all. Okay. But what I seal, being anointed of God, called of God, what I seal is sealed in heaven. Whatever I seal on earth is sealed in heaven. And whatever I loose on earth is loosed in heaven. That's your father. He, that's his promise. That's his promise. That's his promise. And I want you to know that whatever you go through, whatever you put yourself through, or whatever God tests you on in life, to see what you're made of, and see if you can stand the heat, he will give you a way out so that you can bear it. He's not an unfair God. He's a just God. Amen? Let's go to Jeremiah 6. That's where we're going to begin this study. Jeremiah 6. Amen. Jeremiah 6, 26. Bear with me. Jeremiah 6, 26. If you have a say, glory to God. O daughter of my people, gird thee with sackcloth and wallow thyself in ashes. This, that's a time of mourning. A time of mourning. What's going on in your life? What's going on in your life? Hmm? That's a good question. What's going on in your life? In the future, since the spoiler is Antichrist, are you ready for that? Hmm? God's trying to prepare you as much as he can. He really is. He really, really is. Girl, that's off with ashes. Make the mourning 
as for an only son, most bitter lamentation, for the spoiler shall suddenly come upon us. Antichrist. Antichrist. He is the spoiler. You ever think you got something good going with God, right? And then you screw up, and then you mess up. You become a thief, or you become a liar, or you become a gossip. Hmm? Or you become disobedient to God on another level, because you just won't listen or do. You become your own spoiler sometimes. You really do. Because you're spoiling the blessings of God that he wants to lay upon your life. You're spoiling them. And if you can't get your flesh right, Satan's going to have a field day with you when he gets there. He really is, because he's the true spoiler. He's the one goading you to do whatever you think is funny. Or to do whatever you think is right in your own eyes, your own righteousness. Come on, 27. I have set thee for a tower and for a fortress among my people that thou mayest know and try huh, their way. Okay, listen now. I have set thee for a tower and a fortress for my people. What do you do when you're in a tower? You look down and you look over and you see what's actually going on in someone's life. Okay? You look in with the eyes of God and you look in and you listen with the ears of God and you see. And you see who care and who don't care. Okay? You see who got an attitude and who don't have an attitude. You see it. You know it. Amen? God knows it too. But as one called of God, as God's elect, as the prophet of God, Jeremiah, he's saying, I set you on a tower and a fortress among my people that thou mayest know and try their way and test their way. Mm. This word try is bakan. And it means to test and investigate. Not to judge, but to discern and investigate. Amen. I love investigating. Okay. To discern and investigate. Okay. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to discern. So when you're talking to someone, you know when they're lying to you because of your discernment from God. Amen. Won't be much of a teacher or called person of God if you didn't have the spirit of discernment. If you don't have the spirit of discernment, they are all grievous, revolters, Walking with slanders. They are brass and iron. They are all corruptors. Brass and iron. That's going to melt fast in the fire. Amen. It just, it just is. It's going to melt very fast in the fire. Okay. Very fast. You ever seen. You ever take a soldering iron. Right. And then you, and then you plug it in. Or you heat it up. And then you put it on that iron. Or whatever. You know. It's that aluminum or whatever it is. And it just melts right away. Right? And you use it for a different purpose, right? God can't use nobody like that. He just can't. Okay? He just he just won't. You ever take brass and you and you burn it? Hmm? It melts very easy. Very, very easy. God don't want you to be brass. He don't want you to be iron. He don't want you to be hay. He don't want you to be stubble. He don't want you to be crackling wood. Okay? He wants you to be able to stand the fire. And that's the fire that's coming. Okay? He wants you to be able to stand it. He wants us to look for silver and gold. But most of what we see is brass, iron, wood, and hay. 
Okay? That's that's what that's what I see. Brass, iron, wood, hay, stuff that burns quick. That's what Jeremiah sees, stuff that burns quick. What do you see? Hmm? What do you see? What do you see when you're trying to plant a seed with someone? What do you see? Do you see the potential of them being iron, wood, brass, stuff that burns quick, or do you see gold and silver? Which one? Are you even looking for it? He tells us that we that we must. We must look for it. I just read it to you right here. Because if you can't see that, you're not discerning. You're not using bakan. You're not investigating. That means you're not investigating your own way either. 29. The bellows are burned. The lead is consumed of the fire. The founder melteth in vain, and the wicked are not plucked away. It's interesting. Interesting verse. In other words, okay, in other words, the slag, when you burn something, it always goes to the outside. It always burns off. It just burns and it melts right away and it goes to the outside. It's the cast off. It's the no good. That's what these people are. They're the cast off. They're the no good. They don't want to serve God. They don't really have love in their heart for God. But he's saying there's some out there who do. There's some people who are silver and gold. And that's who you should be looking for. That's who you should be. Because if you're just around people who are hay, stubble, um, timber, timberweed, whatever you call it, that stuff that blows, okay? Um, if you're just around aluminum, brass, iron, Things that burn fast. And that's what you got for friends. And that's what you hang around people like that. Hmm. You got a problem. Your mind has a problem. It just does. It's not good. It's not good. You're going to attract that. Because that's what you are. Because that's what you are. You really think I'm, I'm going to sit at a table with people who do not love God. Who hate God. With people who are of the world. I'm not sitting at the table with nobody who's of the world and in the world. I'm just not. Unless they want to serve God. And then I'll sit at the table with them. Then I'll do my best to convert them in the name of Jesus Christ. But other than that, heck to the no. It's a waste of time. The stubble. The stubble. 30. Reprobate, silver shall men call them, because the Lord hath rejected them. Mm. This is interesting. Rejected of God. Why? Because they have a bad mindset. They have a bad spirit. They're unfaithful. They don't fear Yahweh. Having the truth but holding on to their own ways. That's called rejected of Yahweh. They're hard-hearted and hard-headed. Rejected of God. That's, that's a problem, friend. Let's go to Jeremiah 3. Jeremiah 3, um, verse 6, where God um, divorced Israel. Jeremiah 3. 
What do you mean God divorced Israel? He divorced Israel. Because they wanted to do what they wanted to do. You could be divorced from God and not even know it. Not even know it. Because you're so used to your life being such a roller coaster. You're just like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Instead of your life being straight on with God. You're so, you're so used to your life being. Oh, oh, oh. You're used to it. And God will divorce you. Because of who you are. Because you reject God. Your mind rejects him. Your spirit rejects him. You're unfaithful to him. You won't listen to him. You don't fear him. You handle his truth wrong. You try to, you, you, you make it, you turn it around to fit your own life. That's a problem. It's your problem. Watch this. Jeremiah 3, verse 6. Let's talk where God divorced Israel. The Lord Yahweh said also unto me in the days of, of Joash the king, hast thou seen that which backsliding Israel have done? You could say that all day. You could say that even till this day. You could say that about most people, most nations. She is gone up upon every high mountain, upon every nation that's not of God, upon every nation. That worships idols upon every nation that does abominable things. Instead of acting like gold and silver, she portrays herself as pure hay or pure wood, easy to burn. She has gone up upon every high mountain and under every green tree, and there have played the harlot. He's not mincing words here. She played the harlot. Now we know what a harlot is. There's another word for whore. Streetwalker, dirty talker. That's what a harlot is, okay? It's exactly what a harlot is. Rips in the stocking. You understand what I'm saying to you, right? She's playing the role. That includes men and women. Seven. And I said, after she have done all these things, turn thou unto me, repent and come back to me. God gave them grace. Repent and come back to me. But they took his grace for granted. But she returned not. And her treacherous sister Judah saw it. Being a bad example, now your treacherous sister Judah saw it. And I saw... When for all the causes there whereby backsliding Israel committed adultery. Do you know what it means to commit adultery? You're supposed to be married to God. You're supposed to be married to Christ, but you, you're, you're out here marrying other things. Worshipping other things, marrying other things. And I have put her away and given her a bill of divorce. Yet her treacherous sister Judah feared not. They went along the same way. Fear not. They don't, listen, they don't fear God. How you not fear God? But went and played the harlot also. Come on. And it came to pass, through the lightness of her whoredoms, 
that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones and with stocks fallen, I mean, with um, idols, idol worship. And yet for all this, her treacherous sister Judah have not turned unto me with her whole heart. How you turn to God with half your heart? God don't want half your heart. He wants all your heart. God don't want half your mind. He wants all your mind. But finally said, saith the Lord, and the Lord Yahweh said unto me, the backsliding Israel have justified herself more than the treacherous Judah. Uh-oh. Why? Why? Why is that? When Israel started the whole thing. So how is Israel a little bit holier than Judah? Because Judah saw Israel do it. And because they seen how God's upset with Israel, and Judah followed and not and wasn't a good example, not trying to bring their sister back, not trying to um, change. They did the same exact thing. That makes it worse. That's a problem. These are the things Yahweh expects from his children, from those who claim to love him, from those with this truth. He expects reverence. He expects love. He says, I've given you truth wisdom and blessings and all my promises and my protection he wants to see how you take his truth in he wants to see what it does for you how it affects you he's saying i expect you to be my elect to be my wife to be my saints i expect you to be that I really do. Jeremiah 9. We'll stay here for a minute. Jeremiah 9. Jeremiah 9, 4. Jeremiah 9, 4. Take ye heed every one of his neighbor, and trust ye not in any brother. Don't put your trust in a brother or a sister. For if their mind isn't right, in God, why would you trust what they say or who they are? For again, take ye heed every one of his neighbor, and trust ye not in any brother, for every brother will utterly surplant, and every neighbor will walk with slanders. Now, what he's saying here is this listen, God Yahweh gave us truth, wisdom for a reason. He gave us so we can love him, fear him, revere him, know the truth, understand that we're not deceived at the seventh, at the sixth trump and that we wait in the true Christ. He gave it to us so we can discern the spirits. Everything around us and everyone around us that's in your life. That's what gold and silver does. That's what gold and silver does. But all the other foolishness shouldn't be. Amen? It just shouldn't be at all. Shouldn't be. You shouldn't walk with slanders, people who talk bad about other people. Okay? You shouldn't, you shouldn't walk with a liar, people who lie. You shouldn't walk with people who are not obedient to God. You shouldn't walk with a thief. You shouldn't walk with a murderer. Okay? You shouldn't agree with the rapist. You shouldn't agree with things that are horrible. You just shouldn't. 
It says a lot about who you are. You shouldn't agree with someone who won't serve God. It's because if you do, it says a lot about who you are. That means you, you can tolerate that. You could tolerate the characteristic of people who don't love God. What? What? I can't. I will not. Don't care who it is. I got one job to do. That's to save as many souls as I possibly can. But the soul has to be a willing soul and willing to change their life for Jesus Christ. If you can't do that, I'm going to... We good. Step. I ain't got nothing, I want nothing to do with you. And that's just the truth because I serve a God who's worthy of all the praise. Amen. And God will be praised. Let's go to verse 5 here. Let's read it. And they will deceive everyone his neighbor and will not speak the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies. Wow. And weary themselves to commit iniquity. They taught themselves to speak lies. Who's really teaching them, Satan? Who's really touching their brain and their mind? Oh, oh go ahead, steal that. Oh, go ahead, take that. Oh, go ahead, lie. Oh, go ahead, be prideful. Oh, go ahead, you just oh, go ahead. You think it's your flesh. Some of it is. A lot of it's the devil, though. A lot of it's the devil. Who's nudging you on? No one should be nudging you on. Listen, don't hate the people you're around. Test their spirit. Discern their spirit. As you would a pastor's spirit. And see if they're of Yahweh or not. No judgment. No judgment. You can check me out. I'm good. Okay? No, no judgment. No judgment at all. None whatsoever. Don't pass judgment on anyone. It's not your place. It's not your place. God's telling you. How, how human beings are. Even human beings with the truth. He's telling you how they are. Verse 6. Thine inhabitation is in the midst of deceit. Wait a minute. Your whole, inhabit, your whole habitation is in the midst of deceit? Mm. Through deceit they refuse to know me. Saith the Lord. Mm, 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 mm. God be dropping jewels. The people you hang with, the people you laugh with, do they know Yahweh? Do they know the true Christ? Or do they serve a different God and Savior altogether? And if they do, why are you okay with that? It's because you're just like them, wood, brass, hay, stubble. Ask yourself the question. Ask yourself, the, this is a character question. This is a character question. A character question. Ask yourself. Ask yourself that question. Wouldn't you rather ask yourself now before God asks you later? Hmm? Wouldn't you rather ask yourself now? What would you do if God came to you, if Jesus came to you right now, or an angel came to you in the night, okay, and says to you, did you hear what pastor said on Sunday? How come you're not taking it to heart? How come you're not changing? How come you're not doing what you're supposed to do? What would you do? Hmm? What would you do? Most of you probably pee your pants. 
Okay? Most people probably be like, oh my God, what's going on? I must change. It takes that to make you change? Does it really? It takes that to make you aware of what your father's saying? It shouldn't. It should not. He has best intentions for those that love him. He really does. He just does. Watch this. Seven. Therefore, thus saith the Lord Yahweh, Adonai Yahweh of hosts, behold, I will melt them and try them. That's that word, Bakan. Bakan. Any way you want to pronounce it, that's that word. Okay? I'm going to try them, test, investigate. I will melt them and try them. For how shall I do for the daughter of my people? How can I do for them when they're this way? How can I bless them when they're this way? Yahweh's going to put them in the fire, a spiritual fire, to see what they're made of. And once he sees, you'll see. Hmm. And then you'll be tested as well. You see what you're made of. Are you wood? Are you hay? Are you stubble? Are you iron? Or are you silver and gold? You only got two things you could be, silver or gold. That's it. If you're wood, stubble, hay, tumbleweed, okay, you got a problem, partner. You, you got a straight problem. A straight problem. And it's going to show in your life. Because when those walls begin to close in on you, and you begin to lose your job, you begin to lose money. You begin to mess up your relationships. You begin to um, 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 have no security. Think about that for a second. Where's that coming from? Why is this happening to me? Why is this going on in my life? What are you? Can you handle the heat? Silver and gold can handle it. Silver and gold can handle it. They're going to come on. They're going to go in the fire and all that dross, that green stuff is going to come right off of them and they're going to come out shining bright and brilliant for the Shekinah glory of God. And they're going to be beautiful. But someone that's wood, hay, stubble, timberweed, guess what's going to happen to them? They're going to burn right up because they can't handle it. They just, they just can't handle it. I'm not making that up. They just can't handle it. God's going to test you to see what you're made of and see what you're going to do. Are you wood, hay, brass, or are you silver and gold? Okay? Hmm. Let's continue here. Verse 8. Their tongue is as a arrow, shot out. It speaketh deceit. One speaketh peaceably to his neighbor with his mouth, but in heart he layeth his weight. Whoa, come on. Is God not describing human beings? Is he not describing all hypocrites? All hypocrites, all hypocrites. Please stand up, raise your hands. All hypocrites, because you know exactly who you are. Amen. You know exactly who you are. You're saying, you're smiling out of the left side of your face and talking with your right, but in your heart, 
You got bad intentions. It's not good. You're really wood. You're really stubble. You're really tumbleweed. You're really, um, things that burn quick. You're not going to pass the test that way. I tell you that right now. I tell you that right now. You just want to be better than the next person and be better than that person and be better than that person. All you have to do is God's elect as silver and gold to just teach the truth. Don't try to change someone's religion. Okay? Don't try to change their religion. Let God, let Yahweh do the changing. But test to see and discern, okay? Who's of Yahweh and who's not. And when you do, you'll see if you're gold or silver or wood or brass. You will. Because if you're of God, and you hear God's emotion, right? If you're of God, the people that's not of God, the people who are wood, hay, stubble, brass, tumbleweed, all those people, pretty soon they're going to become sickening to you. Because they're not trying to change. They're not trying to be right. They want to do the same thing. They want to be flip foolish. They want to do the same exact thing. And never change. And you got to know, God takes notes. He takes notes. Remember that. He takes notes. He's the heart knower. He takes notes. Takes notes. Watch this now. Shall I not visit them for these things? Question. Saith the Lord Yahweh, Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? A nation or a person? Should never turn their back on Yahweh and Jesus Christ. You will lose badly. You will lose everything badly. See, the problem is, they're fake. They're they want the word of God the way they want the word of God. They want to design it to fit their own life instead of taking it for what God says. That's the problem. That's the problem. They can't, they can't even love properly. And they can't even love themselves properly. So how do you expect someone to love someone when they can't even love themselves or God? We got a problem today. And it's been the same problem. And God's saying, should I not visit them for these things? Should I not be avenged? Should I not avenge my soul? Ten, to close this chapter out. For the mountains will I take up a weeping and wailing. And for the inhabitant and for the habitation of the wilderness a lamentation, because they are burned up. So that none can pass through them. Mm. Neither can men hear the voice of the cattle. Both the fowl of the heavens and the beast are fled. They are gone. Hmm. Now this, this isn't talking about food here. Okay. This is talk about people not hearing the truth. This is talking about people not understanding the truth. The wilderness. Who, who wanders in the wilderness? People who don't get right with God. They go through the same thing over and over and over and over again. Why? Because they will not hear truth. 
They will not hear that pastor, that called person of God, that says to them, hey, this is what God's saying. Hey, it's written right here. I'm reading it word for word, line for line, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. I ain't changing anything. I ain't making nothing up. I ain't adding to it. Right? It's the word of the living God. What you going to do about it? What you going to do? Jeremiah 11. Jeremiah 11, 9. 11, 9. Watch this. And the Lord Yahweh said unto me, A conspiracy is found among the men of Judah and among the inhabitants of Jerusalem. There is a conspiracy between Yahweh and Satan. There's always been a conspiracy. There will always be a conspiracy. But the problem is people don't know what side to choose. The problem is people don't know the difference between six and seven. The problem is they don't know the true Christ from the false Christ. The problem is they have friends and people around them who are hay, wood, stubble, tumbleweed. They got, they got people around them who are easy to burn. They can't stand the heat. And the problem is the people who are supposed to be silver and gold, they're okay with it. They're okay with it. They're okay with it. So instead of testing the water, testing the spirit, instead of saying, okay, I'm going to hit you with this truth and see what you do. I'm going to hit you with this truth and see what you do. And I'm going to hit you with this truth and see what you do. And if it's a fail, 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 that means you know they don't fear God. That means you know they don't want to love God. That means you know they don't want to know the true Christ. They don't want to know anything about God. Why are you still there? Why? God, God writes that down. He, write, he makes a note by your name in the book of life. Has wood for friends. Has tumbleweed for friends. Has um, iron and, and, and brass and stone for friends. Like to do what their friends do. You call yourself Hmm. Silver and gold? I think not. I think not. Let's go to verse 10. There's a conspiracy, friend. They are turned back to the iniquities of their forefathers, which refused to hear my word. And they went after other gods to serve them, the house of Israel and the house of Judah have broken my covenant, which I made with their with their fathers. What? Why do we? Why do you gotta hurt God? Why you gotta hurt God? God's not supposed to hurt at all. He's God. I think he did enough hurting on the cross. He does not have to hurt. He's God. So why do we hurt God? I'm not gonna throw myself in there. I guess I, I guess I can't throw myself in there because I do sin, okay? But I ain't worshiping. I ain't worshiping no false god. That ain't happening. I'm not worshiping the Antichrist. That ain't happening, okay? I'm warning you about these things. I'm teaching you about what's going to happen, okay? 
They refuse to hear. They're picking up on the sins of their fathers, of their mothers. If if you grew up and you saw your life your life as a kid was a struggle, you gonna do the exact same thing? That makes no sense to me at all, right? But if you grew up and you saw your life as a struggle, you say, okay, hey, my life was void God. Therefore, we didn't have the blessings of God. We just lived a worldly life. That's not what I want for my wife and my kids and myself. So I'm going to grow up and be different. Why do people do the same thing? Why do they do the same thing? 11. Therefore, thus saith the Lord Yahweh, Behold, I will bring evil upon them. Listen, listen, listen. Listen close. I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. Now, hold on. I just read you a verse. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. God says, when I'm testing you, this ain't no test, though. This ain't no test. This is because of your actions. This is because you won't get right. This is because you keep failing the test. This is because you're about to burn in life in itself because it's going to burn you so much that you ain't going to know what to do. The evil that's coming to you is going to overshadow you. And without God to fight the evil, you're pretty much in trouble. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. <clears throat> I will not hearken unto them. Why won't God? Why? Why won't God? Hearken unto them. Why won't he answer them? Because they're not worshiping the true God. They're not worshiping the true Savior. They're fake in their worship and in their life and in their love towards Yahweh and Jesus Christ and other people. And as many as times as God has corrects you, as many times as God will correct you because he loves you, it takes a lot for God to say, I'm going to bring evil upon you that you will not be able to escape. That takes a, that means you went too far. That means God's like, I'm done with you. I am done. Completely done. You will not change. I'm going to let Satan have you, and then I'm going to see what you're going to do once he bites you up a little bit and tears your life up. That's, that's something, right? That is something. Let's go verse 12. Then shall the cities of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem go and cry unto the unto the gods unto whom they offered incense, but they shall not save them at all in the time of their trouble. Mm -mm -mm. They ain't passing the test here. They're not serving Yahweh the right way. He will correct them with hard times. Hard times. Hard times coming for people who don't listen and who don't pass the test of God. When you pass the test of God, he elevates you to another level. 
Okay? When you pass the test of God, you go to the next level. When you don't pass the test of God, you stay there. And it's going to get harder. You're going to get a little dizzy. Because you're circling. That's what you want. I know it's not. Thank God for Jesus Christ and repentance. But even in that, in the repentance that Christ gives, if your repentance ain't right, if it ain't real, you still going to fall and go through this thing because you cannot pass the test. God knows when your repentance is real and he knows when it's fake. 13. For according to the number of thy cities, were thy gods, O Judah, and according to the number of the streets of Jerusalem, have ye set up altars to that shameful thing, even altars to burn incense and to bow to confusion to Satan. Do you understand? Do you understand? Listen, listen. Yahweh's elect will not be misled by a false teacher, by a false preacher, by a false church, by a false pastor. They will not be misled by Satan. They just won't. They won't be. Not in the sense of truth. They will not. Kudos. They, they, that's great. They will not. Right? You will not. Correct? Am I, am I right? I'm right. Right? They will not be deceived. Mm -mm. That dude fake. Mm -mm. You will know. You will actually know. But what will they be deceived in? But they will fail the test if they don't get out of their own way. You will fail the test if you won't get out your own way. If you don't know how to walk with God, you need to get some walking shoes again. Okay? You know the baby ones? If you don't know how to walk with God in Christ, you're going to get in your own way. You're going to trip yourself because of who you are. Over and over again. Over and over and over and over again. Let go of God. Lose pride, envy, hate, fakeness, doubt, fear, unwillingness to change, stop play acting, stop playing church. If Yahweh says do something, do it. Are you gold or silver or wood or hay or brass or stubble? Which one? Are you tumbleweed? Which one are you? Wood burns pretty easy. Okay? It burns pretty easy. Fire can't hurt fire. Fire can't hurt fire. It just can't. Fire cannot hurt fire. But wood burns pretty easy. Tumbleweed burns pretty easy. A dry leaf burns pretty easy. And you keep doing the same thing over and over again. 14. Repent, get right, move on. Repent, get right, move on. Come back to the Father. Repent, get right, move on. Why do we debate what God's saying? There's no debating what Yahweh says. There's no debating. There's never been any debating. 
Debating is for people who like to wander in the wilderness. Debating is for people who really don't fear God. That's the that's who debating's for. There's no debating what God says. It is what it is. That's what Satan did in the first earth age. And look where it got him. He debated everything God said. And everyone who followed him debated everything God said. It's exactly what happened. He's saying, cry to your idols. See if they'll save you. Cry unto the things that you put before me. See if they'll save you. See if they'll save you. Watch this. Verse 14. Therefore pray not thou for this people. Neither lift up a cry or prayer for them. Mm. For I will not hear them. In the time that they cry unto me. For their trouble. So if God's not going to hear you. And all your fakeness, and all your not learning, and all your not passing the test, and all your putting things before God, and all your not being obedient to God, and all your attitude and bitterness and just craziness. If God's not hearing you, what makes you really, do you really believe God? God's saying, if I'm not hearing them, you shouldn't hear them. If I'm not accepting their prayers, don't you pray for them. Don't do it. They need to learn this lesson. A big old lessons. They need to learn this lesson. And you got to accept that. Saying, my elect, don't pray for them. Don't pray for those people who won't hear and do. Don't pray for those people who won't change. Don't pray for those people who don't repent properly. They go through all these tough times in life. And if there's no change, no true repentance on their part, that trouble will go into Jacob's trouble. Listen now. And we know Jacob's trouble is a time of Antichrist. That trouble will go into Jacob's trouble, and then you really gonna have bigger troubles. The three T's. You have bigger troubles. Because when I was warning you, when I was telling you, when I was making sense to you, it went in one ear and out the other. You didn't want to hear it because you want to do what you want to do. And that's a problem. It's a huge problem. Verse 15. What hath my beloved to do in my house, seeing she have wrought lewdness with many? That's not good. And the holy flesh is passed from thee. When thou doest evil, then thou rejoice. Listen now. This is biblical. This is biblical. This is biblical. If you don't know better, you're ignorant. If you don't know better, you're ignorant. And that's a biblical thing. But if you do know better, you ain't ignorant. Okay? And that's biblical as well. And you can't act like you don't know better because God jotted down that you do know better. He already knows that you know better. He knows when you don't know better. He jotted that down too. Oh, they don't know any better. 
Oh, let me erase. They don't know anybody because they know better now. So why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? If they know better. If they know better, why? Ignorant to the truth. They're ignorant to Yahweh. You ever heard of Easter or Easter? Hmm? You ever heard of Easter? Hmm? And how the whole world, okay, this is, this is, listen, we live in the greatest country in the world in America, okay, the greatest country in the world. And in this country, you have the freedom to practice any religion you want, okay, in this country. You have the freedom to be whoever you want in this country, okay? The greatest country in the world. Freedom on top of freedom. But the one thing that's not negotiable, okay, is Pasco, okay? It's Pasco, which is Passover in Hebrew. They worship, they roll eggs, they get baskets, and they fill it with candy, and they, they get quick like a bunny, and they mm, worship a god that's called Easter, okay? Instead of worshiping Pasco. And the only reason Easter was implemented is because they wanted to get more members into the church. So they did that. We will not be doing that. If you do not want to be here, don't be here. If you do want to be here, you will worship Pasco. You will do Pasco because it is Passover and God said to keep it holy. And we will keep it holy. We will not do what the world does. But we would do what God says to do. Amen? Because that's who we are. We're gold. We're silver. We're not wood. We don't crackle when we burn. When we burn, when we go through the fire, the bad stuff comes off. Only the good remains. Glory to God. 16. The Lord Yahweh call thy name a green olive tree fair and of goodly fruit with the noise of a great tumult he have kindled fire upon it and the branches of it are broken mm. watch this that's how god wants you to be as a tree he wants you to be fruitful but when you're no good he'll break he'll just break that branch off and if you're not connected to the vine, guess what? You're going to dry up, you're going to shrivel up, and you're only good for firewood. That's it, because you were only wood in the first place. 17. For the Lord Yahweh of hosts that planted thee hath pronounced evil against thee. For the evil of the house of Israel and of the house of Judah, which they have done against themselves to provoke me to anger, is offering incense unto Baal, putting things before God. Do you know how dangerous that is? Hmm? It's extremely dangerous. Let's not live a dangerous life. We're not James Bond. This is not Mission Impossible. Okay? This is real life. And I mean real life. Jeremiah 11, 16. Verse 17, excuse me. Verse 18, I'm sorry, let's get it, let's get it right. Verse 18. And the Lord Yahweh have given me knowledge of it, and I know 
and I know it, then thou shows me their doings. Will God show you what people are doing? Will he allow you to see what's going on in people's lives? I'm a witness to say, yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. 100% yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. You, you have to, you have to be real with your father, okay? There is no other way to be but real with your father. Anything else is going to get you in a place that you do not want to be in life. And God's a patient God. He is a patient God. He is going to wait, 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 wait and see. He's going to test, 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 test and see what you've learned, who you are. How you take his word in, does it change you? Does it cause conviction upon your life? Are you just still doing the same thing and think that you're holier than thou? Which one? Why does God allow his priests to see their doings? So that we don't do the same thing that upsets our heavenly father, Yahweh. In his eyes. We're gold and silver. The world is hay, wood, brass, stubble, tumbleweed. Easy to burn in the fire. Can't pass through, can't pass Yahweh's test or his fire. Which one are you? Are you gold or silver? Or are you hay, wood, stumble, or um, tumbleweed, or brass? You know, and so does God. And his true priest they know as well. It's a serious thing. But I was like a lamb or an ox that is brought to the slaughter. And I knew not that they had devised devices against me, saying, Let us destroy the tree with the fruit thereof, and let us cut him off from the land of the living, that his name may be no more remembered. That's just evil on a whole nother level. Now, you got Jeremiah here acting as a savior in a sense, filling the role of Jesus Christ, but he's not Jesus Christ. Because you should have, you read, if you read the book of Jeremiah, you know some of the things that they did to Jeremiah, okay? They told Jeremiah, don't come to me teaching me the word, don't come to me preaching the truth, because if you do, it's always against me. Well, stop being bad. Stop doing bad things and I wouldn't have to whoop you. Okay, stop being bad and I wouldn't have to show the world who you are. Stop being bad and I wouldn't have to put you out front. Stop doing bad things and you wouldn't be going through what you're going through. He's saying, I thought they loved me. <laughs> Listen, when you teach the truth, Love is something that's scarce, okay? It really is something that's scarce. I tell you right now, there's there's things that people who receive the truth, whether they're silver or gold, or whether they're wood or hair or stubble, they receive this truth and it burns them inside. They get upset inside and they get upset with the pastor. They get upset with the messenger. They get upset with the anointed one. Are you nuts? You're walking a thin line between love and hate here. 
You really are. And it's very, very dangerous. He's saying, I thought they loved me and cared for me. But I guess I thought wrong. <laughs> because how could they love the messenger? How could they, if they don't love God, what makes you think they're going to love you? I didn't expect no love. I just want to do the will of God. That's it. I let the chips fall where they may. Amen. And I keep it moving. Your judgment is your judgment. I will not be there. You will just be there between you and God. And your judgment, if you are silver, if you are gold, your judgment should be rewards. Okay? Because if you are God's elect, his saints, his set aside, his wife, you are already judged. So all you got to wait for is your rewards. Amen? And if you are God's elect, his wife, guess what? You're going to get some of your rewards now, and you're going to get some there. The rest of them there. It's up to you. What do you do in life? What do you do? Hmm. What do you do? You got to love the right way. I'll tell you that, though. But how could you love the right way when you can't even love the God of heaven or yourself the right way or the true Christ? How could you have all this truth and not be right? That burns my mind. It blows my mind. How could you have, how could Israel have truth? How could you have truth? How could Judah have truth and not be right? Not be 100% with God? How is that possible? How is it possible? That's crazy to me because it's crazy to God. It's really crazy. Verse 19. Excuse, yeah, um, 20. But, O Lord, Yahweh of hosts, that judges righteously and triest, there's our word. Come on. There's our word. Bakan, or Bakan, whatever you, whatever you want to pronounce it, to investigate your feelings towards God. How's your feelings towards God? Hmm? I'll tell you this right now. If you got ill feelings towards me, whether you know it or not, you got ill feelings towards God. Because God says, touch not my anointed. And if you touch his anointed with words or even your mouth, okay, you got a problem with God. And God going to deal with you correctly. It's a dangerous line. It really is. But, O Lord Yahweh of hosts, that judges righteously and triest the reins. And the heart, let me see thy vengeance on them. For unto thee have I revealed my cause. I'm not hiding anything from you, God. You know I'm doing what you called me to do. But can investigate their feelings towards you and towards me. Can God use you? Can he depend on you to get it done for him? Or is it a big fat no? Will Yahweh test you? Yes. If he, listen, if, if you truly love him, you're going to pass the test. If you're playing games, your life's going to be a mess. It's going to be trouble in your life. It's going to be uncertainty in your life. And that's just the way it is. 
Because he's saying, I, I've given you repentance. I've given you a, a place to get right. And I've given you my image so that you can know how I am, so you can understand how I am. I've given you everything you need to be right. And yet still, you still won't be right. 22. Therefore, thus saith the Lord Yahweh of hosts, Adonai Yahweh, behold, I will punish them. The young men shall die by the sword. If you live by the sword, you die by the sword. If you live by the gun, you die by the gun. Their sons and their daughters shall die by famine. Not by food. But the famine of the end time. A lack of truth. My people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. And that's the truth. That's the absolute truth. Twenty-three, and there shall be no remnant of them, for I will bring evil upon the men of Anathoth, even the years of their visitation. Now you got to remember, son, the years of their visitation is Jacob's trouble. When the Antichrist is here, the reign of the Antichrist. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What are you doing right now that you're gonna do different when the reign of the Antichrist begins? What are you doing right now to prepare you for the reign of the Antichrist? If you're not being real with God. What are you doing? Now, one thing you need to know that is this. The city of Anathoth is where the so-called priests of God live. He had a whole city for them. A whole city. Where only priests live there. Okay? And he's calling them out. But they're no priests of God to God. Because they're foul. They're fake. They're hypocrites. They're wood. They're stubble. They're not the um they're not the um gold and the silver that God wants. They're, they're just not. It's a problem. These are so-called men and women of God saying, stop teaching God's truth, or we're going to kill you. That's what they told Jeremiah. This is what they did to John the Baptist. This is how they listen. I got some, I got some letters of threatening, okay, before. So, okay, I got death threats before. It's nothing new, okay. When you teach truth, when you teach it without a filter, okay, and there is no filter on me, okay. When you teach it without one, and you just let the truth come out, and you let the hearers just deal with it with any kind of way. You're going to get death threats. You're going to get evil stares. You're going to get evil looks. You're going to have someone who used to talk to you not talk to you anymore. Like, <laughs> because they got a problem. They got a straight problem with who you are and what you're teaching. Okay? When we should be the same. Amen? We should be exactly the same. If you love God and I love God, where's their problem? Right? Where's their problem? The problem comes in when you ain't right. The problem comes in when you ain't right. When you're acting like stubble, tumble, tumbleweed. It's a problem. 
The word of God hurts you when you're wood because it burns you. The word of God is fire. Amen. It's fire. And if you're hay, if you're tumbleweed, if you're straw, if you're a dry leaf, if you're um, um, iron or brass or aluminum, it's going to burn you. It's going to burn you. And it's going to cause you to feel a certain way. That's the burning. That's the burning. Instead of it burning off the bad and causing you to shine and repent, because when you repent, you're going to shine in the glory of God. We have a new way of thinking. But when you don't repent and you keep constantly burning, 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 and then you begin to hear the Oh, that's all that wood cracking from the heat of the fire. And you're cracking under pressure because you can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. Little Jack Nicholas for you. That's just, that's, that's the problem. Can't handle it. But I, God needs you to handle it. Amen. He needs you to be who he created you to be, to be. So if you stop screwing up, I'll stop bringing it. I'll stop bringing it to your face. If you stop messing up, I'll stop bringing it to your face. If you if you be right, God will stop bringing it to your face. But know this, that when you're doing wrong and he brings it to your face, it's because he loves you. He corrects you because he loves you. So be corrected. Kiss the paddle. What you upset for? Boy, oh boy. When... When you see those those fake priests crackle in the wood, like crack, snap, crackle, and pop, okay? And you hear them talk, and it's like they're just talking, and they're trying to backpedal, or they're trying to... No, that's, that's the crackling, okay? That's them crackling, because they're not right. They've never been right. They won't be right. They're kind of evil. Kind of evil. They're going to burn out one day, though. They're going to burn out. And that's the priest. So listen, Yahweh will test his people to know if they truly love him. Okay? He doesn't want them to get hurt or be ashamed. He wants to be proud of you so that he can bless you. And so that you can bless others from his blessing. But he will correct you and he will test you to see how you've grown, to see what you've learned, and to see how you're going to handle it. To see how you're going to handle it. And if you can't handle it, you're going to continuously go through the same thing over and over again until you get it right. Sand the floor. Wax on, wax off. Daniel, son, sand the floor, wax on, wax off. He was pissed at Mr. Miyagi. He was pissed at Mr. Miyagi. He said, what are you teaching me? You're not teaching me anything. No, no, me teach you. Watch. Hiya, hiya. Wax on, wax off, okay? Blocked everything, okay? He taught them. He taught them. What you frustrated for? My arms hurt. Stop being a wimp. They're going to hurt. 
You got to get it right. My legs hurt. Stop being a punk. You go. You got to get it right. You rather burn or you rather let all the green gloss fall off of you and shine like the gold and the silver you are. Which one? I know which one. Psalms 26. Psalms 26 in closing. Well, not in closing. One more place after that. Psalms 26. I love those that trilogy of those movies, by the way. Psalms 26. Mm. Judge me, O Lord. Yes. Judge me, Yahweh. For I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord Yahweh. Therefore, I shall not slide. Praise God. Listen to David. This is David. Declares his loyalty to God. Do you have any loyalty to God? Or do you just have loyalty to, to yourself, to, to half of your iron, or to half of your wood? Or do you have loyalty to your, just to your tumbleweed? Or do you have loyalty to your hay and your, um, and your little um, dried out leaves? Talking about your friends and your family. Where's your, who's your loyalty to? Hmm? Who's it to? Judge me, O Lord. That means look deep at me, God. He's saying, I ain't got nothing to hide. Look deep at me. Look in me. Look within my inner parts, my soul, my spirit. Look within me. If God was to look within you right now, today, this moment. I have trusted also in the Lord Yahweh, therefore I shall not slide. There's no sliding. Been there, done that already. I understand how the world works. I understand that the world's not for me and it's not for God. So therefore, why, why in the world would I be in the world and of the world? Why? Why? I understand that there's people who choose sides. And I understand that you have people in your life and in your family who chose a side. They chose to be wood. They chose to be hay. They chose to be stubble. I understand that. So why would I choose to take my silver and my gold, the precious things of God, and dance and play? With hay, wood, and stubble. Why? The only way is if they want salvation. If they want to be gold or silver just like me. That's the only way I'm coming to them and pulling them out. Other than that, that's a God problem. Examine me. There's our word. Test me. A con. Test me, examine me, look close, O Lord Yahweh, improve me. There it is again. Investigate. Try, there it is again. Bakan, my reins and my heart. Test me, Lord Yahweh, my heart, my spirit. I live your truth. I see your truth.
for thy loving kindness is before me, is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth because I love you. I will walk in your truth because I love you, and I place nothing or no one before you. I love you more than I love myself. Come on now. I will wait upon your blessing rather than an instant blessing from the world. For your blessings are durable, the world's blessings are not. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. Now hold on a minute. I'm not sitting down with vain people that don't add up to nothing. It ain't happening. It just is not happening. I'm not sitting down with a whole bunch of vain people. I'm not sitting down with a whole bunch of people who dissemble and try to um, discredit the truth of God, try to discredit any truth or any type of love or what's right. I'm not sitting with you. David has made a clear distinction. Clear. I am for God. It's clear. All other vain people, us dissemblers, liars, truth takers, people who will not change for God, I will not sit with you unless you want salvation. That's it. Other than that, you're on your own. And when God sees that decision from your spirit, from your heart, you go to another category. You go to another level. Come on. I will not sit with them. I have hated the congregation of evildoers. I don't love them. They're evil. Why would I love an evildoer? Hmm? What's, what's evil? What's evil in God's eyes? Hmm? Let's break something down real quick. What is stubbornness? In God's eyes, is witchcraft. When you're stubborn, when you will not change, when you want what you want, and you will not change, especially to the ways of God, that's God looking at it as witchcraft. You have witchcraft on your resume. Mm. Stubbornness. That's witchcraft. You might as well get a little dial and call it whoever you hate. You might as well and poke it with needles. You might as well because it's on your resume. You might as well go all the way in. Because if you ain't going to change and repent and do what's right in your stubbornness, it's considered as witchcraft to God. Why are you stubborn? To what? To God's truth? To change? To what's right? What's an evildoer in God's eyes? Someone who will not serve God. That's an evildoer in God's eyes. Do you know who God is? God is the God of the heaven and earth and the whole universe. He created all things, everything your eyes can see. He created everything your nose can smell. He created everything you can touch and feel. He created. And whatever you cannot see, he created. Do you see why it would be evil? God will call someone evil who will not serve him. 
He's that great. He's greater than that. Hmm. Five again. I hated the congregation of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I will not. I will not be dragged down with them. I will wash my hands in innocency. So will I compass thine altar, O Lord. I will be for you. I will make it clear that I am for you living in this world. I will not sit with people who, let, who do not love God unless they want to know God and Jesus Christ. That's the truth. God, you, listen, when you have friends or family that reject God, now I ain't talking about somebody who just don't know God, okay? I'm talking about someone who says, I, I'm not, I don't want to serve God. I don't want nothing to do with Christ. I'm talking bad about them. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Guess what? If that person is in your mental Rolodex or in your phone as a contact and you sit, have lunch, you do favors for them, you love them, you agree with them, you become a dissembler yourself. Don't act like it's new, okay? Because I've been saying this for years and I've been doing this over 20 years. This ain't nothing new. This is the real. You wonder why you're not blessed? You wonder why you can't climb? You can't get to the perfect altitude in life? Because of who you are. Stop acting like wood when you're supposed to be silver and gold. Stop. Accessible. Stop. If God created you to be great, don't you want to do that? Right? If he created you to be wood, yeah, I can see you're just wood. But if he created you to be great, to serve him, to be great, that's what you should inspire to. Seven. That I may publish, that I may preach with the voice of thanksgiving. Yes. And tell of all thy wondrous works. I will shout for joy. I will shout for the goodness of God. For I want the world to know how good you have been to me. How wonderful you have been to me. Seen a competition. There's never been a competition. In order for it to be a competition, you've got to be in the race. Amen. You have to be in the race. Most people are just sitting in the stands, being a race. Then it's a competition. And even then it ain't. Lord Yahweh, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth, wherever Yahweh is, wherever his word is truly taught. Listen now, wherever his word is truly taught, you better love the habitation of his house. Amen, amen. Love it. Enjoy it. It is a beautiful thing. Because that's where he dwells. That's where he dwells. 
That's where he dwells. See, if you're a Christian, if you're God's elect, if you're if you're gold or silver, when someone walks into your home, someone walks into your home, they should say to themselves or out loud, the presence of God is strong here. That's what they should say. When someone not when someone walks into your home, they shouldn't be disgusted or feel a certain way. They should feel the peace, the love, the joy, the presence of the living God in your home and in your person, who you are, who you are, who you are. That's because God dwells there. Nine. Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men. Let me discern to know, David saying, and live a life of peace to you. Don't you want to know who you're around? Hmm? Don't you want to understand who you're around? Well, do you already know? And you're doing nothing about it. Listen, do you understand that everything that you don't do will be held against you? Do you understand that? Everything that you don't do. So if you know to do what's right and you don't do it, it's a sin in the eyes of God. It will be held against you. It will be held against you. And then it will be labeled to you as stubbornness, which is witchcraft. Do you understand that? It will be held against you. The only one held against you, what God wants for you, the goodness of God, anything else is trouble. Anything else can cause your body to deteriorate from within, can cause your, your blessings to slow, to quickly move from you, can cause the enemy to be comfortable around you. Nobody ain't got time for that. That's evil. Amen. Watch this. Just talking about those bloody men. And whose hands is mischief, and their right hand is full of bribes. Listen now. He's saying, stay out of the, stay out of the wicked world, unless Yahweh sends you to teach the world. Stay out of it. Don't play in the world. Just teach the world. Don't mix the worlds. Condemn the world. Teach the world about God. Teach the world about Christ. Don't mix in the world. Don't, don't think you could take your gold and place it in the world. It's going to get so dirty. It's going to be worth nothing to the point where it comes to its counterfeit. It's fool's gold. You don't want fool's gold. That's a problem. It's a huge problem. Stay out of the world. That means have the right friends. Why why would you why would you want to be around people who don't love God? Why would you want to be around prideful, selfish people? People who are jealous and you can't feel that spirit on them. 
You can't feel the spirit on people, and that's okay to you? That's okay? If if you're dating someone, right? Say you're dating a, a girl or a boy. Um, well, I'll say a man or a a man or a woman, a girl or a boy. Say you're dating a, a a man or a woman, right? And that woman or that man will not conform to the truth, but you love that person, and you find out that that person got some ways about them. But you love that person. And you find out that that person truly is an atheist. Or that person just don't want to serve God. He says, I'm not ready. I don't want to serve God. It's not what I want to do. I don't believe in um, all this um, Jesus stuff. I like cards. I like to um, you know, do the cards, the tarot cards. I like to get my palm read. We should try that someday. And you, and you, you kind of convert to that in a sense. And you just try it. Aren't you supposed to be converting him or her and not him or her converting you? Hmm? Aren't you? Are you not aware that everything you do and say is recorded? Are you not aware of that? Hmm? I need you to be aware of that. Everything that you do and say, what you do not repent for, what you do repent for is wiped away. But what you don't repent for, for the things that you do and don't do, it's recorded. Everything. Watch this. But as for me, I will walk in my integrity and my common sense in the wisdom of God. Redeem me and be merciful unto me. For I'm not perfect, Lord. But I am a repenter. My foot standeth in an even place. In the congregations will I bless the Lord Yahweh. Hmm. I want you to pass the test. And I want you to, any test that God gives you, okay? I want you to pass the test so that you can be brilliant in his sight. So that you can be bright in his sight and in everyone else's sight. Okay? Because when God blesses you, he blesses you openly. He blesses you openly. Okay? And I want you to be blessed by your father. I don't want you to fellow test. It's not a good thing. Let's close out. Let's close out and... Um... Let me say this one last thing about this here. Take care of you and yours. Don't worry about your family at all. Don't worry about your friends. You can't help them if they don't want to be helped. You understand that? You can't help them if they don't want to be helped. Let's go to, let's go to closing. 2 Corinthians um, 13. In closing. 13.5. A couple of verses. I'll close out here. I went a little longer than I wanted to, but it's okay. We'll work it out. I have a great team. A great team. They are great. They're going to work it out. 2 Corinthians 13.5 
Here we go. 13.5. In closing, examine yourselves. There you go. Try yourself. Test yourself. Examine yourselves. How many people examine themselves? I know you look at yourself when you get dressed in the mirror and be like, see how you look, see how, you, see how good you look. And when you turn sideways like this, look at it. Looks good. Okay. <laughs> you can't see back there. Okay. So the funny, the funny thing is, though, you examine yourself worldly, but do you examine yourself spiritually? Do you examine yourself spiritually? You're supposed to. God wants you to. This is what Paul's saying here. Examine yourselves whether ye be in the faith. Mm. Examine yourself to know if you're supposed to be here. Examine yourself to know if you're wood, hay, stumble, stubble, timber, wheel, whatever you call it, <laughs> or silver or gold. Examine yourself. I've been talking too long. Prove your own selves. Test your own selves. Discern your own selves. How many people can be honest with who you are? Could you be honest with yourself? Hmm? That's a good question, right? Can you be honest with yourself? Know ye not your own selves? How that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates? Listen, you don't want to be reprobates. Because that's a fake Christian. Okay? That's a fake Christian. Reprobate is someone who will sit next to someone and they'll look at someone and they got a problem with someone. Okay? You in church, the place of grace. My God. Right? You're in the place of grace. That rhymes. You're in the place of grace. So how could you have anything else but grace? You're a big reprobate. If you're a fake Christian, and especially if you have the truth, no good, okay? Easily to burn. Watch your life crumble like the dried up leaf you are. Watch it crumble. But I trust that ye shall know that we are not reprobates. You better know. Paul saying, I trust that you know we're not reprobates. How would they know that? By their actions. By his actions. A reprobate, okay, this is what a reprobate does. A reprobate won't forgive, okay, even though Christianity is all about forgiveness, okay? A reprobate will talk bad about other people. A reprobate will lie on other people. A reprobate will be a liar. A reprobate will be a hater, a jealous person, an envious person, and sit right next to you with a big old hat, okay? A reprobate will wear the best suit to church. And have bad feelings inside. A reprobate. Right? That's not who we are. I'm glad nobody in here is that way. Praise God. Seven. Now I pray to God that ye do no evil. Mm. Not that we should appear approved. But that ye should do that which is honest. That we be as reprobates. Do what's right for God. Don't be fake. Do what's right for God. When you when you get that feeling that comes upon you, okay? Don't just say you're approved by God. Be approved by God. Amen. Just don't say it. Just don't say, I'm God's elect. No, show that you are. 
No one needs to know who you are. They should just know. Amen? What type of vibe you got coming from you? Is it an ashy one? Hmm? Is it a is it a vibe that needs cocoa butter? Is it is it a vibe? <laughs> Listen, it's true. People crazy. People are nuts. And if you honest with yourself, you know exactly what I'm saying. Is it a vibe that don't work? You're going to get the same vibe from me every day, day in, day out. And I'm going to take it up another notch, just like Emro. Take it up another notch. Bam. That's exactly what's going to happen. You ain't going to get no low vibe from me. Have you ever? No. You're not going to. You, you might get an over vibe, okay? People like this dude is annoying. <laughs> you might get an over vibe. Y'all laughed too hard on that one. That was that was a quick laugh. That must be annoying. Here we go. <laughs> Watch this. For we can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. Stay away from lies and grow in God's truth. You can't hurt. Listen. If the truth is in you, you don't preach the truth. You're only messing yourself up. The truth's going to remain the same. The truth's going to be great. The truth's going to be great. If the truth lives in you and you know how to help somebody and you refuse not to help them, you're only messing yourself up. You can't hurt the truth. Satan can't hurt the truth. Stay away from lies. Stay away from laziness. Stay away from... Um, Lost in envy and jealousy, but grow in God's truth. For we are glad when we are weak. And ye are strong. And this also we wish, even your perfection. He's saying, I want you to be strong in Christ. And I want you to do what's right. And I want you to be stronger than me. Paul's saying, I want you to be just like me. I want you to even be stronger than me to carry that torch. To carry the torch. You understand what he's saying? Therefore, I write these things being absent, lest being present, I should use sharpness. I'm going to pull that sword out. According to the power which the Lord hath given me to edification and not to destruction. I'm supposed to build you up. And if building you up, if I got to tear you down just a little bit just to build you back up, that's exactly what I'm going to do. That's exactly what I'm going to do. That's what you're supposed to do. What type of teacher, what type of gold or silver would I be if I don't do that? If I don't hit you with a brick? You, you understand what I'm saying to you? Just, just clock you right beside your head with a gold brick. Boing! So you can get it and understand. Amen? Because if I don't, wood is where you will fall. Hey, stubble. Timberweed. Listen, remember to stay in the grace of God because that's where he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. All glory and praise to the Father and us, and I take credit for nothing. And God bless all those who listen. In Jesus' name, amen. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. Donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.